Hey, it's Ryan Reedy, and this is episode 39 of the 2MinuteTennis.net podcast. Today's episode is sponsored by 2MinuteTennis.net, the $10 a month subscription website that instantly helps amateur players increase their confidence, win more matches, and play better tennis. Today, I've got a special guest for my Wimbledon Men's 2019 final preview. I am so excited to have Nick Nemiroff join me. A little bit about Nick. He started playing tennis at the age 12, studied U.S. government at New York University, has written for numerous tennis publications, including Tennis View Magazine, The Tennis Island, and Tennis with an Accent. And he's even interviewed such prestigious tennis names as Vic Braden, Michael Chang, and Billie Jean King. Currently the director of tennis at the world-class tennis facility Court 16 in Brooklyn, New York. Nick, thank you so, so much for joining me. Thank you for having me, Ryan. I really appreciate it. So at the time of this recording, and and by the way, I hope you don't mind. I hope this is just going to be part one because I am dying actually already to go through part two after the men's final complete so we can talk about it even further. But at the recording of this episode, we are probably around 36 hours away from the men's final. Roger Federer, Novak Djokovic. Can you start out by talking about Federer's and Djokovic's playing styles and why they've had such a tight and entertaining head-to-head so far in their careers? Well, I think Federer and Djokovic's styles complement each other really well. Djokovic is the ultimate defender, relying on his athleticism and flexibility to make his opponents play the extra shot. Hmm. He's also a world-class return of server. Uh, he also has a world-class return of serve. Uh, Federer's game is predicated off his serve, uh, playing off the first strike, and getting to the net. When you look at these two styles uh, together, putting them together creates really epic and entertaining points. Uh, throughout their head-to-head, it's a lot of Federer trying to finish the point and Djokovic making him hit that extra shot. Mm-hmm. So I think, especially on grass, uh, Federer is going to look to really push Djokovic from side to side, and Djokovic is going to use his uh, athleticism and defense to uh, negate Federer. Mm-hmm. So, so is what you're saying is, is, is Federer going to be trying to shorten the points and Djokovic is going to be trying to lengthen them? Like, try to like, go deeper into that, in, into that conflict between their two styles. Sure, definitely. I think the shorter the points the more it favors Federer, the yeah. longer the points, the more it favors Djokovic. All the stats in their previous matches would certainly indicate that. And if the mat- if the points end quickly on Sunday, look for Federer to be winning. If the points are longer, look for Djokovic to be winning. So I guess that parlays us right into the next idea. Like, what are the key tactics? I mean, obviously, Federer wants to shorten the points how is he going to do that what is Djokovic going to look to do on his end to lengthen the points and give himself the chance to gain his 16th grand slam of his career here are some key tactics that I think each of them will try to uh, implement in the match and some just overall keys for the match so for Federer he's going to need to hit a high percentage of first serves but he's also going to need to hit his spots because he can make his first serve and I'll be Uh, sufficient against most opponents but against Djokovic he's also got to hit his spots 
because he is dealing with arguably the greatest returner of all time. I also think it's important for him to give Djokovic uh, a lot of different looks, whether he's hitting side spin, top spin, or flat serve, uh, to vary his serves, vary location, and keep Djokovic on his toes. Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing that Federer could have done better in today's match against Nadal was some of the approach shots were right up the middle and Nadal didn't really have to move that much. And he was able to successfully pass him one in particular right near the end of the match that I'm sure most people who watch the match remember. It's also going to be crucial for Federer to win the first set. I think the first set is more important for Federer than for Djokovic at this stage of their career, playing a long match is less uh, well, it was less in Federer's favor and more in Djokovic's favor. The longer the match goes, just like the points, the more it favors Federer, the more it favors Djokovic. Uh, and then the break, break point conversions. Federer throughout his career, especially against Nadal, has not been the greatest at converting break points. Uh, and one thing that hurts him is that he's playing on the ad side of most of the break points. So it's easier for players to, to target his backhand. Uh, and Djokovic, over the course of his career, has used a lot of heavy kick serves to Federer's backhand. And I think he's going to try to do the same here. And he's, Federer, of course, needs to take the backhand early in the course of rallies and during uh, when he's returning serve, uh, which he did really well against Nadal today. And that was one of the, huge, one of the biggest reasons he was successful in this match. Uh, as far as Djokovic is concerned, uh, Djokovic was very successful. I was watching the highlights of their 2014 match at Wimbledon in the final. Djokovic hit a lot of kick serves to Federer's backhand, which Federer uh, was chipping back, and it was setting up a lot of short, easy balls for Djokovic to pounce on. Uh, I think Djokovic wants to dictate from the middle of the court with his own first serve, uh, keep Federer on the move, especially toward the backhand side. Uh, And then I think one big difference between the way Djokovic plays and the way Nadal plays is Nadal has a very deep defensive return position. Djokovic is closer to the baseline, uh, and his re- his return position is much stronger. So I think that will be effective for him because the balls are going to be coming back much faster for Federer on Sunday than they were today. And I think that's going to be problematic for Federer. Can you – are you aware of how the court is playing? Obviously, the court plays differently as the fortnight matures. It, how is the grass currently playing? And then just off the cuff, who do you think that would – actually help when it comes to this coming Sunday's final? This is definitely one of the most controversial topics of the entire tournament. Wow. One of the tournament referees that I was listening to today, he was saying that, you know, they measured this court speed from last year to this year, and they're saying all the metrics indicate that it's playing the same speed. Some of the players, and I believe Roundage was one of them, were saying that it's playing extremely slow. I mean, if we're comparing it to how it was playing in 2003 when Federer won his first Wimbledon title, it's night and day. It's certainly playing slower. Mm-hmm. Um, if, and it does appear, certainly, and I, from my eye, it, it appears to be playing slower than in previous years, which uh, certainly would, would favor Djokovic. It's going to be harder for Federer to end the points. But I also think another thing to look out for on Sunday is the conditions, the weather. Uh, so depending on how hot it is outside, uh, you know, if it's, it's a hotter day, the ball's moving through the air and then through the court quicker. And I think that would help Federer. Uh, but, uh, overall the slower court definitely favors Djokovic. And I think that's why a one reason a lot of people expect Djokovic to win this match on Sunday. Well, I think that's the perfect segue, Nick. 
right here, right now, can you give us your professional opinion on who is going to win the men's final for the 2019 Wimbledon Championships? I could see either player winning this match. So if on Sunday night, Federer is one or Djokovic is one, I'm not going to be shocked. But I believe if I was putting money on this match, which I'm not for the record, <laughs> if my mom is listening to this, uh, <laughs> I would pick I would pick Djokovic to win in five sets. I think both players are playing really well, but as we mentioned, uh, the court is playing slower, and, and I expect it to be a long match. And the longer the match goes, uh, the more it favors Djokovic. And I think Djokovic demonstrated in his semifinal against Baltista Gu today that he's going to be willing to make a lot of shots. And I think he's going to do the same against Federer. And I think ultimately Djokovic takes the title. That is awesome insight. We all are going to be riveted and stuck to our seats on Sunday for the final. Nick, thank you so, so much. Can you come back for part two to talk about what actually happens and or happened in the match and how, you know, even we amateurs can learn from what we saw in this amazing final that's about to occur. Absolutely. I would love to. Great. Thank you, Nick, so much. Thanks, Ryan. Guys, thank you so, so much for joining us in this episode 39 of the two minute, two minute tennis.net podcast. Talk soon.